Welcome back to our latest edition of College Questions. I'm DJ. And I'm Tarshawn. And we are so thankful you guys are listening in. If you are enjoying the podcast, please like, subscribe, and share. And we will appreciate it. We are excited uh, to continue. We're in a new location this week, Tarshawn. You got me in the library, baby. We are in the FBC library. And our good friend Arlo Harvey, who is also facilitating as the audio engineer for us, has told us this is a great room for sound quality. So here we are. Is that what he said? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, the books. Like absorb the sound. It's like a natural. You know how they have yeah. those things on the walls. That yeah. absor- this is like a natural version of that. Well, I'm. You know, <laughs> that's, that's fun fact. So here we. And the good news is, if you guys are interested, uh, we may do this here next week. And man. if you want to bring some coffee, bring some lunch. We got some tables in here. Oh, Come man. join us. Tarshawn, would that be okay if they came and sat uh, and joined us? You don't understand. I would love to see All people right. out there. Talking. Good. So you guys are welcome to come yeah. and join the live recorded versions Thursdays eleven o'clock, eleven ish. Right here at FBC Library. Absolutely. Come on and join us. With that being said, Tarshawn, we've got a great question. Let's shoot it. For today, and I'm, I'm excited to get into it. I think it's a very practical question. I think it's one that everyone wrestles with. So here we go. Let's get it, man. I'm ready. All I'm right. ready. All right. Tarshawn. Yes, sir. Why do people quit? Wow. Oh, wow. Um. Okay. Because it's fair to say. Yeah. And I'm gonna be fair. We we have a tendency to quit. I'm gonna throw me in there too. Yeah. So why 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 do people quit? Um. Okay. Let's look at it. Okay. So I just participated in a half marathon. What? Right. I ain't got no business being a half marathon. I so I thought. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I thought. Then I ain't trained. I didn't train for it. I did nothing. Just went out there and did it. Right? Are you serious? Thirteen miles. I just walked out there and did it. I didn't run at all. Like when I say, yeah, I don't yeah. want to sound but like you, I just ran that whole thing. But like, you, but from start of you didn't. You finished. I finished it. Okay? okay. So you did not train for that. Didn't train at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I ever did in my life. Man, I'm so, that is hilarious. You know, we joke about like people who do that. I yeah. didn't know you. Did. No, it was the dumbest thing I ever did in my life, man. I, I never forget. I will always remember the pain I felt the next day. Okay, but anyway, all right. Okay, so let's start with that. All right, because there was bits. There was time. There were times in that half marathon where I felt like I might have bit off too much. Mm. Right, like I didn't. I didn't. I didn't train for this. I didn't mm. prepare myself mentally for what this was because I never did it. I never, I mean, I know people that have done it, but they told me how hard it would be. But I'm like, man, I got to have marathon in me for sure. Like yep. I can do this. And so like, it was just what it is. Like I was going to do it. And so then the more people that told me I couldn't do it, the more I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, mm. like, so that's what really got me to the point of actually even trying it. Um, How many times during that race did you ever think yeah. about saying, you know what, this is crazy. What was I thinking? I'm out. Shoot, man. I'd say in my mind, I remember wanting to stop probably 10 times. When was, what, at what mile did it first seven. hit you? I'll mile, never forget it. Mile seven. Seven hopped on me. So before, until then, you were, all the oh, good things. Yeah, because okay. I've ran a 5K before. Like, you know okay. what I'm saying? So that first three miles was like, all right, I've been here, you know. And by the way, I want to stop right now and encourage our listeners. 
there is a great spiritual connection to this. And I think we're going there and I want to get there. And I think all the things that we experience in this life on earth, like a half marathon can help point that way. Right. So we'll go there. I'm with you, but I'm all right. So mile seven, yeah. it hits you. Mile seven got me, man. <laughs> Hopped on my back. Oh my gosh. I was just like, I got, I got a lot more of this to do. Like this is not it. And so at that point <laughs> we were doing, yeah, we were doing two minutes on one minute off. Uh, like two minutes running, two, two minutes, one minute walking, one minute walking, okay. and then it got to the point where it was just like mile seven went from like two minutes to thirty seconds on, thirty seconds off, and then mile it was like that run when I I felt like stopping. The reason why I did is because it got to a point where I was just feeling like feel like why like why am I actually doing this what what is this like is this what is this like I couldn't wrap my mind around why yep. when I started it was like I knew all the reasons why I wanted to do it I wanted to do it because people told me I couldn't do it I wanted to do it because it was something that I hadn't done that I wanted to experience I wanted to see what my body would do mm -hmm. I want to know if I was tough enough to do it yep. like if I if I really had you know the it to do it yep uh so I said you know I'm gonna do it and I did it. That's why I started. But when I got to mile seven, I realized that you have to train. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to train for this Fair. stuff, yep. man. Like, yep. you just can't walk out. Like, so you, what got you through it? I mean, what you obviously finished. So for those last I, six miles. I thought about things, bro. I thought, and honestly, the one thing that I regret doing was not running with headphones. I didn't have any music. Mm. There was nothing. There was just me. And whoever was running either past me or mm. behind me or beside me. So you didn't me. have a group you were with. You were on nah. your own. You were solo. At, at some point, yeah. I, I became on my own. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and so, like, it was just like, man, like, I was just by myself in this in this run and watching people. I could see people behind me and in front of me. But So you had never ran a half marathon. No, you decided to do something, which is something new. Yeah. Which I think part of this conversation is the willingness to do something new. Yeah. And oftentimes in that people do quit, but you didn't, right? You, yeah. you saw something new. Now you didn't prepare for it. Like I believe, if, are you, do you plan to do another one? Absolutely. All right. Do you think you'll train for that one? Absolutely. <laughs> and there's no way I'm doing no shot. I'm going back out there. Like I did. That's the thing I've heard about it. You can do that, but the day, amount of days and the intensity of the soreness that follows is it just is drastically increased by not training. So yeah. like you can push through, but you're going to suffer for yeah, it. I could run it. But I couldn't. Yep. I could do it again and not train for it, but it but wouldn't be gonna, worth yep, it. Yep, yeah. that's good. No, I like that. Well, so it, that got you through. Yeah. All right, all right. I've got it. So why why is it that sometimes not everybody? And we can think about this. Well, let me ask you this: What are some things people quit in? Um, that you see in life. I see qu people quit in a lot of different things. There's a lot. Anything that we start that requires us to look at ourselves at some point where it requires you to push yourself outside of yourself. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you, excuse me, you wake up and you do this every day. You wake up and you do the same things every day. Anything that you start that is not used to that same thing every day, you are more liable to quit. Like you're, 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 you, you could probably gonna, just get out of the way. Like you don't want to be a part of it. You mm. don't want anything to do with it because it's not normal to you. Mm. So I think the things that 
are not on your normal schedule, day-to-day schedule of doing, I think that's stuff that you think about quitting. Mm. You are more likely to quit those things. Like, yeah, like the half marathon. Like yep. I would never, I never yep. do that. I yep. don't run like that every yep. day. So I was, I was, I knew going into it yep. that there's something I would quit. It would probably be this. I could live without that. Yeah. Yep. And then you've got the things. You know what comes to my mind when I think of uh, quitting? I, I do think of athletics. You see that picture there, and and someone can still continue something and kind of quit in their mind, and you see that reflected in their play or whatever. Yeah, they've kind of in that mentally they. And you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. And so it's definitely a battle of the mind. And, um, you know, I think about, um, you know, something I started, you know, five years ago was jujitsu. And yeah. I remember, I remember them saying that a lot, of, and, and by the way, I, I think everybody's got to find their thing. Like out of all our listeners, people are going to, you know, you got to find the thing you enjoy doing that keeps you healthy. Yeah. Or I think that's part of, you know, if we're going to talk about like staying healthy, doing our part, right. You got to find something you enjoy doing. My wife loves to run. That's her thing. Right. right. She found it. I tried it for a little while. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't my long term. Yeah. thing. Right. And <laughs> yeah. I still enjoy a good run. Yeah. You know, I like that. But long term, no. So everybody's got to find it. But also in that, I, I wonder no matter what it is you find, I bet everybody has been tempted to quit that at some point. Um, and there's different pictures of quitting. You quit for a day, quit for a season, quit for a life. Right. Yeah. Um, Man. But why do people quit? Yeah, man. I, I think obviously athletically, it's hard. Yeah. You know. Um, Why do people quit marriages? Yeah, that's that's what I thought of. I thought of family. You know, I'm from a divorced home. Right. Um, parents were divorced. Both of my parents have been divorced twice, and you know, you see that a lot. And you know, that's you see that happen. I mean, man, out of I, don't I was know asking because like. It, just like you're from that that side, I my parents have been together almost six, about forty years now. That's awesome. So like, I don't know. I'm really asking. Like, I don't know why people quit that stuff. I don't that 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 stuff. Why do people quit marriage? Yeah. Like, you see it, man. I you know that's a great question. I think that there's something in us, and the reason I brought up jujitsu and that I and I think it connects. What I love about that is, it's hard. Yeah. And there's a lot of days like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And there's a lot of days that, you know, I only train two or three times a week, max four, but usually three. Um, but it's enough to where it's consistent over, a you know, five years that adds up. Right. But it's not easy. And I think, I think there's something in us that when we get pressed, there's something in us that has made the, the foolish decision or observation that life's about being comfortable and so if anything makes us uncomfortable we run from it wow. so in that context of jujitsu there's some really uncomfortable spots you're gonna be in you gotta have a guy wrapped around your back and choking you with his arms right wow. you're gonna have him he's gonna have your arm like extended to where you know if you don't tap it's gonna snap or something's gonna happen wow. I, don't, you know, I don't stretch that whatever Yeesh. You know, ankles, you know, there's all kind of locks and stuff right. they do so that we do. But, you know, that's uncomfortable. And some people, like, I think what I like about it is, and one, the people who end up, let's say jujitsu is their thing they enjoy, the people who are able to stick with it are the people who embrace being uncomfortable. And I think part of what makes people quit is that immature perspective on life that life's about being comfortable. 
Wow. Right. So yeah. in your in your particular situation, one reason why you have the thought at mile seven is up until then you you probably felt pretty good. Right. But mile seven, maybe you felt a little bit, but mile seven's when it really started yeah. to hurt. Well, let's take marriage for example. You know, we we see this in pre-marriage counseling. You know, a lot of couples come in and the the number one mistake you see, and it's not necessarily a mistake, it's just a natural kind of thing. It's early. I mean, it should be great right at that season of their relationship, but they have kind of unrealistic expectations moving into marriage. Um, like the expectations are not very realistic. So they'll answer the question if, if they have a, they'll answer a survey and it'll say something like, you know, nothing will ever cause me to question my love for this person. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, nothing could ever cause me to question. Right. And then you get married and you're like, hold up. <laughs> I'm questioning this right now. Is this right. normal? Like, what, oh, man. What, what's going on? And so you, I think a huge part of the reason people quit is that it gets hard, man. Yeah. We, we made a mistake thinking that marriage would be easy. Right? Right. And it's not. I mean, I'd love to ask your parents. Yeah. You know, hey. How is it that y'all, y'all obviously, y'all didn't quit. Y'all right. still married. I'd love for you to ask them that and see what they would tell you. Man, I can tell you right now. I can't speak for my mom or my dad, but I know for a fact they're, they, they've had, you know, their, their bouts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? absolutely. And so like, it's just, I mean, one, I mean, if I'm looking at my dad, I see two kids, you mm. know, like that he's for sure had a deal in who they are as is humans right now, mm-hmm. like, and why would you at this point? They, you know, they so old at this point. It's, it's we in here, like we're together. Like they ain't gonna leave. Like in my mind, like that's where they are. But I don't know anything about marriage, bro. Like I don't. But I'm telling you, like when I see them, is is like, you know, my mom's had a stroke. They've yeah. been through some stuff. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying yep. they got time yep. in. That's and good. It's, it's it's rough. Like, well, and I think on that note, I feel like. You know, there's so many facets to this. Obviously, it's that people make life about comfort. So anything that makes them uncomfortable, I'm not going to do. Right. right. And oftentimes, if it's trying something new, you know what happens when people try something new? They're probably not going to be good at it at first. Right. I mean, you take any given thing you try to go do f- for the first time. Guess what? You're not going to just have it figured out. Right. And so many people, they quit before they ever can see benefits of that thing. Right, like so the, that's their their version of mile seven. Then exactly, so, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. never got there, and I would even say for you, like even having crossed the finish line, like how good did that feel? Felt like you got to. Yeah, I felt like I did something that I was one to- told that I couldn't do, and I ain't gonna lie, a piece of me thought I couldn't do it myself. Like you know, what yeah. I'm saying at some yeah. point, like around mile, my I think around mile nine is where I was like, mm. oh, man, we ain't going back. Like yep. it's, we got to finish. Like yep. it, it is what it is at this point. So there's a, there's a word in scripture that uh, I see often and it's the word perseverance. Yeah. What's that mean to you, Tarshawn? Perseverance. Um, I think that's, that's, that mile nine, right? I keep, right. I, I don't know why we keep going back to the marathon. That's fine. That's what you just did. Right. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we keep we keep going back to. I mean, that mile nine is is when, you know, you can quit. This is a time where it's like, hey man, like, I feel like the, in in spiritual reference, it feels like the enemy is like, hey man, we can stop now. Yeah. Like we can get out of here right yeah. now. Yeah. And then, 
you know, you're mentally, you're like, no, I, I started this. Like, I'm going to finish this. Mm. The willingness to say no to that, that want to stop, knowing that, you know, I'm going to put one foot in front of the other. When I know right now, if I just stopped, I'd feel much better. That's so, no, that's so good. I, I, I'd feel much better if I just stopped right now. Like what I heard you just say is one step at a time. Yeah. And there is going to be a battle waging against our minds and hearts to quit and to give up. I think that's the implication of that text. I think that's why God in his wisdom said perseverance. Like right. you, you, you see that and you think about that. And I love your picture saying, you know, that that's, it's one step at a time, right? one day at a time. Right. Like, and, and over time that adds up to a 40 year marriage. Right. If we're talking about marriage, right. right for your parents. Uh, it adds up to completing a marathon, which right. I think helps you learn valuable lessons about life. Yeah. Right. And that, and that honestly, after I finished, that was the first thing I thought about. Like, mm. man, like you can do, you can, you do, can it. do it, man. And I, I do love how God has orchestrated our world in such a way where everything we do in life, he can use to teach us. Yeah. And that's why I do love to encourage people to find something that they can do physically that challenges their body yeah. to the point to where they want to stop. Like you need to find something yeah. that you can do physically. I don't care if it's wall squats and you put, you know, you're, you're right. one of those, yeah, man. put, <laughs> put yourself up against a wall and just, or a plank or ride a bike or go run or do something where you get to the point. And this is part of our problem and the I'll be comfortable. I think we should experience this often Tarshawn, where I'm in a situation where I feel exactly what you felt at mile seven and nine right. and all through where my mind is saying, what are you doing? This is stupid. Stop doing this. Right. And you physically feel it because I think that physical and learning how to push through that can teach you how to do the same thing spiritually. Right. It can. Yeah. There's absolutely a connection. I there. think it definitely pushed me in my life. Like as far as, like when things look like I can't do them, like, and I'm already, I'm a confident person. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, I'm mentally confident. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't doubt myself a lot. Like I kind of just feel like I, I can do it. Like I, I'm confident in yeah. that. Um, but things that I, that stuff, I'm confident in things I know I can do. Mm. Okay. That's yep. crazy. I just said that, but like it's, I'm very confident in things that I know that I can do, but things that I'm not used to doing, which I think mm. is what you're talking about, mm. finding something that you, you're not used, you're not, that you probably wouldn't do. Yeah. Like that half marathon. Like when I said I would do it, yeah. that's, I just was like, man, I'll do it. Like not understanding that there are people that train for a whole year just to do one half marathon. Mm. Yeah, like that's I, right. And that's I, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even understand it now. And I knew when I got done, I was like, that's probably the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> how, let me ask you this. How much does the, what's on the other side of the discomfort, how much can that benefit and help someone to persevere and finish something they started as opposed to quit? Does that make sense? So like you've got, um, earlier I heard you talking about like things that you've, established on the front end yeah. that helped you realize why you're doing something. Right. So I think that's part of it. Like being willing to look back and, and see something that I've established, whether it was a conversation or let's, we keep going back to marriage, but it's, yeah. it's what we, yeah. you brought up. So it's on my mind. But like, to me, that would be like vows. Right. Like I think oh, yeah. like that's significant that that's actually incredibly significant. Yeah. And those vows 
are a foundational point to when it gets rough that that's oh no this is like going through looking at my you're about to say something no go ahead looking at my parents marriage and i keep talking about this because this is something that i've 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 tried to mirror is for the most part they raised me you know what i'm saying so these are people that i watched them navigate through their marriage i remember when my grandma came Right. Like they went to Delaware. My grandma lived in Delaware. My mom's mom. She moved to Delaware. I remember when she came to uh they she had got real sick and she needed twenty four hour watching care and they were gonna put her in a home. And my mom always talked about not we ain't moving my mama to no home. Like I'm gonna mm. go get her if need be. And so I remember like watching my pops and like he he just he didn't say anything. Like, he went up there with my mom and got her. But in my mind, now looking back on it, I bet he was hesitant. Like, I bet he had some stuff in his mind. Like, I want to move your mama to my mm. house. Like, this is my yep. place of peace. Yep. Like, this is this is my... And But he did it. And so you talk about wedding vows for, for better or for worse and sickness and in health. All those those wedding vows that we're used to and, and we hear about all the time. Sickness and in health, my mom just had a stroke, man. Like, mm. she's lost... Her yeah. whole mobility on her left side. Yeah. Like, my dad didn't know that when he married her that that yeah. was going to happen. Yeah. You know? But he stayed with her through it. Yeah. Like, that's kind of those wedding yeah. vows. And I feel like in the marathon, you look at the mar- half marathon, you know, those people, all the the doubt that, man, you probably don't need to do this. And, mm. and me saying, I'm going to do it anyway. Like, and yeah. when I got to mile seven, those people became loud. Mm. Very loud, like I, I it was a, a, a fond memory of me being at that moment. Mile nine, loud, mm-hmm. loud. Eleven, twelve, they got real quiet. Hmm. Right, that's awesome. Thirteen, it was over with. Yeah, like I'm looking at them, like that's you know awesome. what I'm saying. Like I did it. Yeah. So, and I feel like that's where my parents are now. Like they, they're in this moment. And I keep talking about them because that's who, that's the example I had. Yeah, but um. Those, the marathon and those, I'm starting to see, like you said at the beginning, that's the importance of the beginning. Mm. That's the importance of wedding vows. That's the importance of talking to people. Not necessarily saying that you can't do it, but there were people that said I could do it. Yeah. Right? That's right. And those people came at that same time. You got the positive and the negative. Yeah, yeah. All right. So tell me this then. I I think we're on to something. Obviously, people quit because they forget where they started. Right. They forget their why. Right. But also, uh, and then you have in the middle of it of, of, so like, I feel like there's three facets to this and I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud here, but you've got things that happen in whatever we're talking about, whether it's sports, life, relationships, you've got the things that were established in the beginning, right? That someone's going to lose sight of. You've got the things in the middle that when you talk about discomfort, it's difficult, it's hard. Right. But then you also have the things at the end that people lose sight of that are on the other side. If someone's willing to push through. Right. Right. So I think sometimes people quit because they forget what's on the other side. Right. Right. So how happy, you know, I love how growing up in a broken home, you hear jokes about marriage and stuff. Then I started meeting people who have been married for a long, long time. And it seems like they just get happier and happier with each other. Right. Like, wait a second. That's not what I'm used to hearing. Like, that's not, is that for real? Right. Right. So well, that's different. Right. Oh, uh, this guy didn't train for a marathon ran, and he actually enjoyed it. Now he's going to go train and run another half right. marathon. Right. Like that's, 
That's crazy. Right. Like you didn't go through that and then I'm never doing that again. Well, you did have that thought. Right. But then now you just but now you just told me you will I do it. I will do it. And yeah. you will train. Yeah. So I don't know. I just my I guess my question is what are the things how can how can um how is losing sight of what's on the other side, how does that help? That usually leads to people quitting. And I, I sense that, right? Right. I think Losing sight to the finish line, right, is what we're talking yes. about. Yes, yeah, exactly. What's at the finish line? And sometimes that finish line is not a a finish line. It, it's it's a long term, like right. in, uh, well, like we, yeah, it's a long term thing you get to benefit from. I think, uh, like for example, okay, so I think me, about jujitsu. Okay, they say that there's only five belts. It goes white, blue, purple brown black that's it wow. now when you get to black belt there is i don't know how many years bread's got this memorized but it's like uh i think after two years you get a stripe and then after three years it's like it increased so like it takes a long time to get and it's just time but do you know how you get a black belt in jujitsu no <laughs> so funny story um i watched i watched Tyron Woodley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fought, and after the fight that he fought in, after he finished that fight, they gave him his black belt. Yeah. And I was like, okay, in my mind, before you answer, because no, no, you're no, probably no. about to answer my question. No, go ahead. Before he, in my mind, I was like, okay, why did they wait until this fight to give him a black belt? Because in that fight, I just saw him do his thing. It's yeah, Tyron yeah, Woodley. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just, MMA. It's not right, even specifically right. jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So well, how did he get that? Like, yeah. what were they looking for to say, okay, we approve? So jujitsu is an interesting art form because there's no kata, meaning like form. Like, so in other martial arts, you can really evaluate it. Right. It's, um, it's not like that in jujitsu. So with this story I was going to share is a guy I ended up running into out in California on the beach out there. His name's Fabio Santos. And he was, he opened like the fourth gym in America. Like dude's Brazilian, lived here. He's like 70 years old, trains jujitsu every day. That's what he does. And I didn't even know who it was. It was a funny story, but but long story short, I asked him, "Hey, what would you encourage a white belt to do?" And because I'd been training three months, all right. and he said, "Keep going to class." That's all he said. He could have said, "Now this is a guy who knows." I mean, man, he's he's he knows jujitsu, right? That's his right. life. And all he told me was, "Keep going to class." And the way you get a black belt is you do just that. You keep going to class. <laughs> and so you're to your point about Tyron Woodley is like. He had put in the time where they knew he was a black belt. It's just a matter of time of when do we want to give it to him. Does that make sense? So there's no – now some gyms do like a black belt test, but a lot of them don't. A lot of them are like that. It's like they, they've recognized this guy's put in the time. He's been a brown belt for this amount of time, and he's earned this. And so, hey, he has a fight coming up. You know what? Let's give it to him. Then. It's not like they were watching that fight trying to decide whether or not they were going to give it to him. Now, it's not always like that because, for example, I heard an interview with Fabio Santos and he said he walked into class one day and said, all right, there's a you're familiar with the name Hoist Gracie. Nah. He, he won like UFC one and he won all the a lot of the early ones. Right? right. Like he's a beast back when it was very, very different. Well, he walked into class one day and they told Fabio, they said, all right, you and Hoist are going to roll. And if you beat him, you get your black belt. And oh. he beat him. He beat him. It's crazy. He got right. so that was a little different, right? Like right. That, that was a very much like if you do this, you'll get it. But that that's kind of the old school. I don't think that happens much anymore. Right. So now it's more of like they recognize it. But my point is, 
so many people don't get there for this discussion. They, they quit. All they have to do is keep showing up. Just keep coming to class. Man. But they, they don't push through that discomfort. And you'll go through seasons, by the way, probably like any things, where you'll go through seasons where you feel like you're figuring some stuff out yeah. and you'll feel really good about yourself. And then six months later, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And everybody's submitting you and you're like, I'm horrible. What am I doing? Man. And so sometimes that drives people away, right? They're they're not doing very good or whatever they've deemed as successful. They're not feeling very successful. And thus they're like, you know what? Maybe this isn't my thing. But Man. if they would just push through, they would have got to the other side, right? Man, that was his heel. It was a bridge, bro. This I, I know what bridge you're talking oh about. Oh my god! And anyone listening who has run that race knows what bridge you're oh talking about. Oh my gosh, there was a bridge. And the and bad got, thing is, they don't put it till what mile? Oh, it's mile twelve. 11, 12. It was like twelve. And it's so sad, bro, because the twelve, <laughs> the mile twelve marker flag was all, all the flags. All the flags, DJ was so nice and pretty and decorated, and they all look good. Tell mile me about 12 that mile twelve flag. Was all torn up. <laughs> It had all kind of cuts and and rips and tears, and I was like, "That is how I feel right now." Like, That's hilarious. and so I'm going up this hill and up the bridge, and it's it's like literally, I felt my legs lock up. Everything's hurting at this point, and I just told myself, "Man, like, you just gotta finish, bro." Like yep. at this point, it's my twelve. We got one more of these. Yeah, just finish this thing. You've come this far, like. We don't even care about running at this point. Like, I was just trying to make it. Just get it. Just get it done. And then all that, like, that, that, um, all that prep. What's up, Wes? Go Wes Acres. Uh, <laughs> all that, um, the wear and tear and, and the mental preparation, those conversations come back. And then you're finished and you're seeing people that have cheered you on and rooted mm-hmm. you on and been supportive of you. Um, so I was happy to finish it, but in life, it's crazy. Cause how do I say this? I feel like there's a lot of things that come my way. I can personally speak for myself that I say yes to that at times I know for a fact I'm not ready for it. Mm. Like I know I'm not ready for yeah. it, but I say yes to it. Because in my mind, that's how I get better, mm. right? Yep. Like I get better whether I fail or succeed. Mm. There's something in that that I need to know about yep. myself. Yep. And so we try to push ourselves. And if you're doing what you're doing in jujitsu, you do the same thing. There's days yep. where you go and you do the ju- you fail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like we we fail at that stuff. So like, and, but, yeah, go ahead. Isn't that a part of the process though? And I think that's part of the reason why people we've forgotten that failure is a part of the process. Yeah. Even if we're talking about godliness. Yeah. Man, yeah. I mean that's that's biblical, right? Right. You got Jesus saying things like, "Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father's perfect." And you're like, "Wait, do what, Jesus? <laughs> you want, so, yeah. yeah wait, wait, wait. You want me to do what? You want? You gotta be perfect." And. He said that also knowing that we are going to have times where we fail. Right. Like, so you got scriptures like, if you claim to be without sin, you are a liar and the truth is not in you. That's pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. So it's like, Jesus is obviously wanting us to pursue that. Also knowing that there are going to be moments we fail. 
but that's a part of the process, man. So I think that has to be a part of the answer. I know this isn't necessarily their question, but it lends itself to talk about it. Like, how do you not quit? Part of it is don't let failure rattle you so bad. Like there are guys in jujitsu because I know we're on those trains, uh, marathon, but I love it because it helps paint to life. So you got guys who come in there and if they start getting submitted, which means they have to tap which means they have to humble themselves and say, you know what? I like you won this battle. Right. Like I'm, I want to keep this arm. So I'm going to tap. Yeah, you, yeah, you won. Yeah. Right. I'd like to keep my knee in place. Right. I'm going to tap to that. Right. So that's what they do. And there's guys who, when that starts happening to them, it rattles them. They don't right. come back. They quit coming to the gym. Failure. Because they, they forgot that a huge part of the process, by the way, you know, you know how I'm going to get better in jujitsu also is not just coming up, but guess what? When it comes time to like where I have to grapple against somebody, I can either stick to what I'm good at and only do that, or I can explore new things that are probably going to get me in trouble and get me submitted, but I'm going to learn. Yeah, I've got to be willing to kind of put myself in some spots that are not necessarily my comfort zone because I know, like you just said, I know I'm going to learn. So I'm, I heard you and I both say that yeah. we are willingly putting ourselves in a spot and in positions in life yeah. where it's uncomfortable. And I know I'm not necessarily prepared for this moment, yeah. but I know what's on the other side. If I can push through, if I can persevere, I know God's going to teach me or I know I'm going to get better at this thing right here. Right. That's a cool lesson. Yeah, I man. think that's one I'm thankful to be reminded of right yeah, now, to be yeah, honest man. with you. Yeah. Because I don't, I, even talking about this, I don't have this figured out and I still have moments where I want to quit stuff. Man. Right. Yeah. I don't think we wake up one day and be like, all right, I got that figured out. So perseverance check. Like, right. no, that ain't how it no, works. No. And I love how we have things in life like a marathon, like a jujitsu or whatever it is that our listeners do that can push you physically to remind us of that. Do you think that people that aren't competitive or have no competitive will, um, do you think that they're more likely to quit something? I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I, I think there are people who... I mean, I think there's people who aren't necessarily athletic and don't really aren't in the competitive world who figured some of this out and could come in here and teach us for sure. Right. Absolutely. I think because that's what you and I understand, I think it's what we connect with. Yeah. They would have a different set of things they've connected with. Like, I definitely I don't know what that know. is. I'd want to because I mean, but obviously, think, we're talking about a lot of our conversation today is about from a competitive. For sure. Or, any, or something or something physically that pushes you. Yeah. That's what I identify with because I know that's the only thing I say only thing. It's one of the easiest things for me to have recognized in life that I, that brain signal that says stop. And you referenced this earlier, quit. I like having something that I know is not a like life or death kind of thing. Like my marriage isn't hinted upon whether I quit jujitsu or keep going with jujitsu. Right. But I, so I like it that there's freedom, but it, but it's something in everyday life that, signals whatever it is for that so to your point whatever that person is they have something in life you have to find something in life to recognize because i think part of maturity in this is being able to recognize yeah and then deal with that wait i just had the thought i'd like to stop doing this and i've been teaching this to my kids like hey there's value in doing things you don't at the moment want to do right now you know telling my eight-year-old that like i i rec i'm admitting i recognize the last thing you want to do is this and that's exactly why i want you to do it right yeah so and i think i think if we instill like my dad always instilled those values in me of of watching what i say i will do because mm. once i say that i have to do it Mm. like so i've always in in a way i feel like 
it's very easy to, for me to say it's a commitment issue because like but it's not it's just me saying yeah. hey if i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do it if i yeah. say i'm gonna do something there's this yeah. i'm gonna do it like so that once i said the half marathon was gonna happen it yep. was gonna happen that's right? good so like that's kind of how i feel about certain things is and that came from my father like and, yep and that's good and so that's been instilled in you so for you in life when you say you're gonna do something like man you know yeah. i'm gonna you make a goal of how much you want to read your Bible for the week. You're probably going to do it because right. you, you're going to say that you're going to be committed to it. You'll be reminded of that. Absolutely. And I think all of us will have different things that help us, right? Um, different things prior to, yeah. in the middle, and at the end. Yeah. I think you got those three facets to this discussion, and people quit in all three of those seasons. Yeah. Some people quit like, you know, I mean, you could think about that, but. That's. So what about that middle part, right? That middle part, the yep. the part where you're too far in to necessarily, because I feel like that's where you're, I, most people are liable to quit at the, at the middle. Because that's when yeah, it's when just it, it the can run. Get, and it can get the, redundant. It can, get, it can start to feel old. It can start to feel uh, like, man, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. That's that top of the hill part, right? That's yep. that, that top of the hill where you're, you're at this point where you gotta you gotta go down. You can't go back. I don't feel like because either way you're going to the same thing. I'm I'm thankful for. I think in the middle, you you know, and God certainly has so much to say about His design for us to be in community and to be with one another. Right? Had a guy challenge us one time to say, "Hey, do a one another study. Take the New Testament and find every time you see the phrase one another wow. and go look what it says. It's powerful." Yeah. So God was very intentional for that. I think we're designed as humans to be connected. And man, I definitely want people around me to help push me in the middle. I mean, if we're talking about the middle, I don't want to be on an island out there right. in the middle. So how important are the people around you in in not quitting something? Well, I think it's, that's what's cool about God's design is even even you talk telling a story about how you ran this marathon and you didn't train for it. Right. No, I didn't train at all. <laughs> and you finished it. Man, that Nothing. is encouraging. Right. That does inspire me. And it and it, you know, getting to talk a little bit about with you about jujitsu. I'm right at probably, I don't know, you know, I'm I'm not even maybe halfway to my journey to black belt. Right. right. I'm still a long ways off. Right. Right. And there are, by the way, a lot of people they call it the blue belt blues. What's that? Where people get a blue belt and then they quit. What's a blue belt? Like where blue is belt that? Is in the, the neck? That was the next. That's the first level up. That's oh, the so level up. Yeah, oh, that's the level so up. So white, belt. blue. Yeah, is that it? Yeah. Okay. So when wow. you get and that takes on average, let's just say two years. Ooh. So a lot of people will get that and then they go home, man. It's yeah. like, hey, what happened to so and so? As long as it ain't white no more, I'm good, man. <laughs> that's right. Hey. <laughs> And do they have a good foundation? Yeah. Could they do a better job of defending themselves? Yes. But, you know, sadly, there's so many benefits um, beyond that if you're willing to stick with it. Right. And, wow. But being able to sit around and talk about that helps me. It reminds me of the big picture yeah. and all the reasons why I started it, why I continue to enjoy it and, and why I'm looking forward to what's to come. Wow. Right. And it's not about the belts. It's about I'm talking about just from a sense of feeling completely comfortable that if someone walked up behind me right now and put me in a rear naked choke, I wouldn't panic. That's crazy. Like I've, I've, I've been in that spot hundreds of times and now you're looking behind me like somebody about to do that. <laughs> don't, don't do it, man. We, we lie. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. 
but I would be comfortable. It'd, yeah. be, it'd be a tough situation. We'd have yeah. to deal with that situation. Hopefully, we these headphones Nothing's are not ours. You good? You good? She said, "Out." These headphones are ours, or not ours. So I don't want to break them. But I would be okay with that, right? Yeah, like, man. and I think. Again, I think that's just been my thing. I think everybody in life needs something, though, that they connect. Something like not spiritual, which actually kind of is, if you know what I'm saying. So so you need something in life that you can kind of help connect with. Oh, so this is what God meant when he talked about persevere. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, okay. Because I was really, I really wanted to quit right there. And I actually did quit that. Now, this is just a simple thing in life. Nobody's heard over it. I didn't sin. I just gave up. So, but I can learn from this. So in that, in that rear naked choke, right? As soon as you said you could do it, as soon as it happened, nothing's going to happen, DJ. You good? You good, man? She <laughs> said, I mean, everything's good. She, <laughs> I didn't know. That's awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> you're fine. But in the rear naked choke, the moment it's in, right? Yeah. Is there a, I feel like perseverance, perseverance yep. is the deep breath of, okay, it's here we are. It's, it's locked in. I didn't know it was coming, but I think when you feel like getting out of it, like the tap, the quick tap is, oh, stop. That's quick. Oh, I'm not tapping. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Somebody going to get thrown over that's the top of me. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So <laughs> knowing that it's, that it's locked in and you're not panicking. Yes. I feel like that's perseverance. Yeah, I got you. No, that's good. So like that's, that's mile seven. That's... Yeah. Okay. Well, and, in I, you li- know, like, and in life, that's going to happen. Yeah. I think in it, life, that, that's exactly what that is a deep breath. And here we are. This could I, always be worse. And to <laughs> your point earlier, I love how you said it's taking the next step. Yeah. And sometimes that's all we can do. That's yeah. all, all I can do is I just got to make it through this moment. Like, I got to, you know, take a deep breath, you know? I and, think, and yes, that's, it's hard. So it, it's very difficult at times. Yesterday, I was talking to, uh, Robert Ramsey, and um, we talked about, I don't know if it was yesterday. I talk to Robert all the time now. But it was yesterday. It was I feel like it was yesterday, so I'm going to say yesterday. Anyway, so yesterday I was talking to Robert, and uh, we talked about, like, being so busy, having all these different things going on. Yeah. Like, how do you stay focused on one thing, you know? And he asked me that, and one thing I told him was, like, Something I read, I forget what I read of it, but it was just about being where your feet are. Yeah. Right? Wherever your feet are. Because I feel like there's a lot that I I personally have going on that it's easy for me to say I quit something. Mm. And so instead of doing that, I try to just compartmentalize and be where my feet are. Yeah. So I'm not, right now I'm here. I'm not at the club, the Boys and Girls Club. I'm not, you know, anywhere else. I'm right here with you. Yep. So this is where my feet are. Yep. So that's how you manage not quitting other things and that's not good. being stressed in other things yeah. because you are where yeah, your feet are. Yeah, that's good. Right? Like, yeah, because you're right. Some people quit because it's just overwhelming. It's overwhelming. We didn't talk about that. I got too much going. I got to quit. Yeah. You got to let things but, go. Yeah. Compartmentalizing it and just be, don't worry about nothing else than where you yeah, are. That's really good. Because if you're worried about where you are, if you're worried about other things, like if I was worried about the club right now, the boys and girls club, instead of being right here, then this is not going to get my best. That's right. Right. Like yep. this, this won't, this, this is going to be a mediocre yep. podcast. It's going to be an episode that probably ain't going to get the Tarshan and yep. DJ that they just, it, it, it deserves. Yep. No, that's a good So word. I have to be wherever I am. Yep. 
So uh, I think that was just something I wanted to share. But I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, That's man. good. I appreciate it, man. This has been a great discussion. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to share with our listeners before we sign off? I think that was it. That was the, the that was what I walked in here with was that that one ending was just being where your feet are, man, and 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 not being so boggled down in the world that you're not giving where you are the best that you have, and uh, definitely not quitting, not quitting things that. Well, just because they're hard um, and challenging, uh, there's always. I feel like God always has a gem, a gem meaning like a, a valuable lesson in some of the hardest places mm. to find, right? Mm. Some of the hardest situations are so benefiting for you if you would mm. just persevere, right? So that's something I wanted to share. But that's good, man. Yeah, man. That's good. I appreciate it, man. Well, hopefully, uh, you guys have enjoyed listening to the podcast. Appreciate. Uh, you guys so much, and I think that's awesome. You know, I've, I've definitely learned a lot and been encouraged and reminded of some truths, Tarshawn, that that I want to apply to my life, man, because yeah. it's not easy. No. Uh, we are going to be pushed and pressed and squeezed and all that good stuff, and uh, so there will be many temptations to quit in life, and so we've got to have some things to hang on to so that we do finish, so that we do persevere, so that we do take that next step. I think that's the thing. Sometimes it's overwhelming because we think perseverance, you got to, man, just finish like – one step at a time. If I can finish this day well, yeah, that's all I need to do, yeah. right? It's like sometimes finishing in life can be overwhelming. I just if I can finish this day well, right? And I think to do that is to do exactly what you just said. Yeah, I got to be where I I'm right here. Right, I'm gonna enjoy this. And I think that was a problem in the in the half marathon. I was when I started, I was looking at. 13 miles right and so and so in the in the midst of those 13 miles once i got to mile seven it was just like okay let's just get to mile eight like yeah, let, let's, good, yeah. let's do mile nine I like, like that. you know what i'm saying let's, like let's get up this bridge let's get up this bridge <laughs> like like it, the more <laughs> the more fatigued i got the smaller the race that's like right. you that's, know i had hey, to make that's it. good I, I like that see yeah. this is why i like things like that because there's so many applications to oh, life man. that's really really it's good either, so it's either that dj or it was probably the dumbest thing i ever did in my <laughs> no, life like, i think it's all oh. i do think it was not wise to not train at all oh yeah no so, don't but, say wise it was stupid it was, but, no, it was the, the but I'll, let, I'll let you say that, but here's what. <laughs> <laughs> but but the good news is you learned from it. No, I definitely did. So I'm excited. All I right. learned to take my butt and train somewhere. That's there you what I go. Learned. There you go. That's good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, until, sir. until next time, I'm DJ. I'm Tarshan. We want to encourage you guys to stay connected to church. Yeah. Connected to one another. And most importantly, you didn't have as much enthusiasm with that one. I was a little sad about that, man. Normally, you know, you get excited <laughs> at this point. You just kind of, you checked hey, out on me, man. You checked out on hey, me. Hey, do it again. We do it again. Here we go. Come on. We want to encourage you to stay connected to church. Yes. Connected to one another. Absolutely. And connected to a God we love and serve. Yes. God bless. God bless.